Welcome to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Their goal is to win the lost, disciple Christians, set the captives free, and see the sick made whole. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org. Now, here is Pastor Gary Culp with today's message. Well, good afternoon. The Lord bless you. What do we know for sure? God is good all the time. All the time God is good. Let's pray for souls. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. We want everyone to go to heaven. So we're crying out to you on behalf of every boy and girl, man and woman, in Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. We're praying for their past, present, and future spouses, all the children they have now and in the future and their family members, all grandchildren they have now and in the future and their family members, all great-grandchildren they have now and the future and their family members. By faith, we're sending the Holy Spirit to convict each person of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Lord Jesus, please reveal yourself to each person, your incarnation, your perfect life, the great miracles you did, your death, burial, and resurrection, your precious atoning blood, the revelation and understanding that by your stripes we were healed would come to every boy and girl, man and woman. And Father, they would humble themselves before you. They would repent of their sins. They would receive you, Lord Jesus, as Savior and Lord, and be gloriously born again from above. And Father, we pray you would get every person into a good Bible-believing teaching church. They would then be baptized in water, receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Every Christian would become a true disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. All the captives are being set free, we agree, and all the sick are being healed from every sickness and every disease. And Lord Jesus, your people are walking in financial abundance, prosperity, debt cancellation of their debts, the full blessing of Abraham, whom God blessed in all things. And we agree for that in Jesus' name. Also, Father, we love the Jewish people. Father, bring to their understanding that Jesus Christ is their Messiah and Savior and Lord. Let the blinders and skills fall. Bring them into your kingdom. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem according to your word. And Father, we agree with your word that they have an eternal covenant to all the land of Canaan. Father, restore all the land to them. And may no president or anyone ever try to divide their land ever again. And we decree that in Jesus' name. Also, Father God, we just uh, cry out to you, Father. There are so many wicked, evil things going on that are an abomination into your sight. And Father, we're interceding for America. We're crying out to you for mercy and grace. First of all, we ask you to destroy the digital currency. Father, you know this is from the pit of hell. They're trying to, Father, to dictate everything we spend and try to bring forth that mark of the beast. We come against this. Father, send their plans into confusion, derision. May they fight among themselves. And, Father, please raise up millions of people to cry out against these things. And we agree, Father, that this is not going to happen until at least after the rapture of the church. Father, please secure our borders. Father, you require countries to have secure borders. Father, this is an abomination to you. Father, we ask that you would drive out of this country every person who is here illegally, and you would allow only those to come in who come in accordance with your will and purposes and according to our laws and constitution. And Father, please protect our power grid. Don't let there be any EMPs whatsoever. 
And Father, protect our electricity, our gas, our oil, our coal. Don't let anybody take out any more power stations or uh, hurt any more food production plants. We cry out against these acts of terrorism against America, Father. And Father God, please protect our water and our food. Father, don't let them put any of that mRNA material into our food or water or plants and animals. Protect our food. And, Father, protect our skies. Father, don't let those planes fly that are putting those chemtrails and chemicals, again, to bring destruction and death to people. And, Father, we're in agreement for that right now. And, Father, you know there's no justice in America. Father, just like in the book of Esther, Father, your servant Donald Trump and his family, conservatives and Christians, Father, we are your Mordecais. We ask that you will continue to watch over and protect us. We ask that you continue to bless and promote us. And Father God, we pray that you would do just like you did in the Old Testament. Those Hamans, and you know who the Hamans are, those who are trying to kill, destroy us. Father, you would not allow them to do it, but not only that, Lord, you would hang them in the very gallows that they are trying to prepare for us. And Father, we believe this and we receive this and we thank you for it right now. In Jesus' name, amen. A couple of updates on a couple things. Um, last Saturday, Alex Jones, and many of you know who he is, he found out some things that we need to also pray against, but I want to tell you about it. He talked that last Saturday morning to a, a manager of the TSA and a higher up. He shared how he had just got out of a meeting and how they're going to try to start the mask mandate again and, and uh, bring us into subjection and bondage. That by the middle of se September, all the TS people will have to wear masks. I believe it's by the middle of October that everybody flying will have to wear a mask. And also, Father, I mean, they're, they're, they're uh, planning on by December to return to a full COVID lockdown again to destroy our country. There is supposedly a new variant coming out of Canada, and they're going to try to use fear to bring us back into bondage again. And we're not going to let it happen. You need to call your elected officials, cry out to God. We got to stop this evil right now. They've already proved masks do not work. And just like Dr. Robert Malone, one of the inventors of the mRNA uh, technology, who him and 17,000 other scientists and doctors have said, do not take the vaccination. Do not take the vaccination. It is a death shot. Do you understand that? Okay, they're going to try to do it again, and it's probably because they realize that Joe Biden can't win the election, and so they have to start corrupting this next election again, which we're going to continue to pray against. So be aware of that and pray against it. In fact, let's agree right now, Father, we curse that new variant that's trying to come in from Canada. We command that virus and pestilence to die. It's being created by men, Father. It's from the pit of hell, and we command that virus to die and not to inflict or infect anyone in the United States. We command this to stop right now, and Father, bring to light and to justice those who have started this new wicked variant to bring evil, Father, and destroy America. And along that same line, just read it today in the Epoch Times, and listen to this. 
the CDC, okay, says this new COVID-19 variant, you know, the one I just talked about that uh, supposedly is coming down from Canada, could cause infections, listen to this, in vaccinated people. And again, Jack Phillips was the news reporter behind this. Do you know why they're admitting this? Because just like Dr. Robert Malone and Dr. Peter McCullough have shared, the vaccination weakens your immune system. So see, the CDC is having to admit that this new variant causes more problems to the vaccinated because your immune system has been compromised by taking the vaccination. Uh, See, the truth comes out, doesn't it? So let's cry out against it. Let's declare it right now. We will not wear masks ever again. We will never be put down in lockdown again. And we will never call evil good and good evil. And we agree for that right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Let's get into the Word of God. I just wanted to give you these updates. And remember, we're not going to tolerate this time. You know what they say. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Okay. Not buying the lie anymore. Okay. Well, we're going to look at the Word of God and show you 100% unequivocally that Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven. There's a new thing out there, and it's not really new, but uh, false popes, let's just say, and false leaders, and people of liberal woke churches are embracing what's called universalism, saying basically everyone goes to heaven. Atheists, agnostics, criminals, you name it, we're all going to make it. God accepts all religions. I think you understand that is from the pit of hell, and that is completely opposite of what God says. But again, in the last days, perilous times will come. The apostasy, it's here. Jesus is coming soon. Oh, another good update. I just listened to a good tape by Mark Biltz. And he's also in agreement with Jonathan Kahn. You know, this is a Smita year. I'm not going to try to explain that. You look it up. So they believe that Jesus will come this year. The rapture will happen. And if it doesn't happen this year because of what they believe about prophetic timelines, it can happen for seven more years. Okay, and it may take seven more years to have another Smita year for it to happen. So they're believing basically sometime probably in September, because that's when Rosh Hashanah is, that we will be raptured out of here. So that's just interesting. I don't know that that's the truth, but we need to be ready all the time. 2023 could be it. I believe for sure by October 2025 we're out of here, but it could be before There's nothing that has to happen biblically for the rapture to take place. I pray that you're ready and you're living for Jesus and you're getting everybody else ready. But let's just prove from the word of God, Jesus is it. Let's start with John chapter one, verse one. In the beginning was the word, logos, and the word was with God and the word was God. So whoever this word is, they are God, okay? The same was in the beginning with God. 
All things were made by him. I'm going to cheat and let you know this is talking about Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the creator. He's God. But let's just continue. All things were made by him, Jesus Christ. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness overcame it not. Jump to verse 9. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, notice this, and the world was made by him, Jesus Christ, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, that's the Jewish people, and his own received him not. As a nation, they rejected him. You know that. But as many as received him, that's me, is that you? But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the children or sons of God, even to them who believe on his name, who were not born of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Again, verse 14 proves we're talking about Jesus Christ. And the word was made flesh, the incarnation. Jesus Christ, the eternal son of God, became man for you and I. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So Jesus Christ is God. So you want to know God? God came down from heaven and took on human form. His name is Jesus. Do you get the picture? Notice in verse 29, the next day John, that's John the Baptist, seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, Behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. Who takes away the sin of the world? Jesus Christ. Remember in the Old Testament, without a blood sacrifice, your sins could not be forgiven. They offered the lambs and different sacrifices back then. But now Jesus, the Son of God, has taken on flesh, and he is going to be the sacrifice that Father God accepts once and for all. His blood is going to pay. His life is going to pay for our salvation, our forgiveness, that we can be reconciled to God, become sons and daughters of God, heirs of God, join heirs with Christ, saints, have eternal life, go to heaven, and have fellowship with Father God, Lord. Lord Jesus and Holy Spirit now and forever. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. So Jesus is it, right? Jesus said it himself. He was, notice he was talking to a religious person in John chapter 3, verse 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, this religious person who believed in God, oh, I believe in God. That doesn't mean nothing if you've not received Jesus. You're going to die and go to hell. Oh, I believe in God. Well, you don't know God. You're not born again, so you're not going to make it. Because Jesus just said so. Listen here. Jesus answered, I said unto him, this religious man who believed in God, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That means you can't die and go to heaven. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born of water, that's the first birth in your mother's womb, and of, the, of spirit, that's the second birth, supernatural birth through the Holy Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, that which is born of spirit of spirit. Marvel not that I say unto you, you must be born again. Okay. So, Jesus says, 
you don't go to heaven unless you're born again, which means you trust in Jesus. Which again brings us to verse 16. For God so loved the world. That's talking about the people in the world. That he gave his only begotten son, again, Jesus Christ, that whosoever, and I don't know you, but I know you're a whosoever, believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but the world through him, Jesus Christ, might be saved. Again, here's every person on planet earth. Verse 18, he that believeth on him is not condemned. Oh, but he that believeth not is condemned already okay why because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of god which means you're going to die in your sins and you will go to hell because only the blood of jesus christ does father god accept let's jump to verse 36 in chapter 3 he but believeth on the son hath everlasting life notice that's present tense you have eternal life right now i don't wonder if i'm going to heaven Jesus lives in my heart now. I have everlasting life now, right now. I'm a child of God now. I'm a saint now. I'm an heir of God right now. I'm seated with Jesus in the heavenlies right now. I'm an ambassador for Christ right now. Oh, you got to get saved. And it's all because of Jesus. And I received him by faith. Have you? He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. And here's the everyone else. He that believeth not the Son, haven't trusted in Jesus, shall not see life. You won't die to go to heaven. But the wrath of God abideth on you. Well, why? Because God's holy and he cannot stand sin. And he only accepts the blood of his son Jesus. And that's why God sent him. That's why Jesus comes. And the Holy Spirit bears witness of that to every person. Notice here in... Uh, John chapter 4, he's talking to that woman at the well. Verse 25, the woman saith unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, who is called Christ. When he come, he will tell us all things. Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. Jesus says, I am the Messiah. I am the Christ. I am the anointed one. Do you see why you have to trust in Jesus? Let's go to John uh, chapter 5. Well, so look at verse 39. Jesus says, Search the scriptures, for in them you think that you have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me, Jesus Christ. Sad to say, he was talking to the religious leaders, and you will not come to me that you might have eternal life. They, they loved their religion, but they didn't love God. Uh you know, that's going to be true of millions of people, false religions, cults, isms, and now the apostasy, the woke church, Satan's little preachers have entered pulpits, and they were trained in Satan's seminaries, and now wokeness, apostasy from the faith, has been coming forth in America. It's hard to believe, isn't it? Well, God told us about it. Let's go to John chapter 6. Verse 47, Jesus says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me hath everlasting life. Right now, Jesus is talking. Do you think Jesus lies? You better believe he doesn't. Let's notice John chapter 7. Let's go to verse 37. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If any man thirst, are you thirsty? Let him come unto me, Jesus Christ, and drink. 
Here's what Jesus says. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart or belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spoke he of the Spirit, whom they that believe on him should receive, for the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Well, Jesus has been glorified, and the Holy Spirit has come. And remember, the Holy Spirit is the one that brings you into the kingdom of God when you hear the word of God, when people pray for you and tell you he's the one that convicts you of sin and makes Jesus alive and real to you. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. Praise God for the Holy Spirit. You know, I'm telling you beyond a shadow of a doubt that the Bible teaches Jesus is the only way. And if you're not born again, you're not going to heaven. Well, let's jump to John chapter 8. Again, Jesus arguing with the Pharisees, verse 13, and they're arguing back. They don't, they, again, they say they know God, but they're refusing Jesus. True of millions of people today, okay? Notice what Jesus said, verse 21. Then said Jesus again to them, the religious leaders, I go my way and you shall seek me and shall die in your sins. Ooh, that means you go to hell. You understand that? Where I go, you cannot come. Then said the Jews, will he kill himself? Because he saith, where I go, you cannot come. He said unto them, you are from beneath. <laughs> I am from above. That's right. Jesus came down from heaven. He's God. You're of this world. I am not of this world. And here's what Jesus says. And it's true of you today. If you don't, aren't saved. I said, therefore, unto you, religious leaders who prayed, hours every day, who gave tithes and offerings, who went to church and synagogue, who talked about God. Notice what he said about them. I said, therefore, you that you shall die in your sins, for if you believe not that I am he, you shall die in your sins. Oh, they kept the religion and they went to hell because they missed the Messiah, the anointed one, the very one they were supposed to be telling people about it. He came but because of the blinders and scales on their eyes, they couldn't see it. And therefore, Jesus says, you're going to go to hell. You don't know God because you've refused me. Isn't that sad? That's one of the saddest things there is. Notice in John chapter 10, Jesus talking about himself. He says in verse 9, I am the door. And he's the only door. <laughs> By me, if any man enter in, you can do that now. He shall be saved. That means born again. That means become a Christian. That means you get to go to heaven and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not. That's the devil. You've seen in him an operation in the White House, haven't you? Okay. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and destroy. I am come that they might have life, eternal life, and have it more abundantly. And then Jesus speaks about what he's about to do to go to the cross. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Jesus was willing to lay down his life for you and I. You know, some people who are religious get aggravated, especially, you know, in the news. Oh, that person says God talks to them, and they laugh and hee-haw. Well, again, the devil's people are lost, and that's just where they're at. But let me tell you a reality what Jesus says about people who are really Christians. Verse 27, John chapter 10. My sheep, that's the born again ones who have trusted him, hear my voice. God talks to us. 
Yes, he does. My sheep hear my voice. I know them. Hallelujah. And they follow me. Christians follow Jesus Christ. That makes sense, doesn't it? And I give unto them eternal life. It is a gift. You understand that, right? And they shall never perish. It means they'll never die and go to hell. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Nobody can take you away from Jesus. My Father who gave them to me, you're a gift from the Father to his Son, Jesus. Boy, that's awesome. My Father who gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hands. So if you're a born-again believer, yes, Jesus talks to you. And again, one of the primary ways is through the Scriptures, through prayer, through the gifts of the Holy Spirit, through uh, dreams and visions. God is speaking, and he speaks to you if you belong to him. Again, we're reiterating the truth that Jesus is it. He's the only way to heaven, and the Bible says so. Let's go to John chapter 11. We're just kind of walking through the Bible today, right? John eleven twenty four. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection of the last day. Lazarus has died. Jesus is getting ready to raise him from the dead. Jesus can do that. You know that? But here's the revelation he gives to Martha. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life, eternal life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Are you saying hallelujah? And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. You'll never die the second death and go to hell. Because you're born again from above. Your spirit man has been alive, made alive through Jesus, through the new birth, through the regeneration of the Holy Spirit. You belong to God and you serve Jesus and you walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, the Christian life is wonderful. And then he says, believest thou this? So do you get the picture here that the Bible says unequivocally that Jesus is the only way? Let's go to the scripture that is used so often at funerals. In fact, you see this most of the times on the little brochure they give you. John chapter 14. But let's just read verses 1 through 6. Jesus says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And he, he has, and it's ready. Okay? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. Are you born again? He's talking to you. That where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? Remember in John 14, 6, I don't know if you mark in your Bibles or not, put a mark here. Jesus says this unequivocally. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. That means eternal life is in me, and that's it. No man, that means no person, no boy, girl, man, and woman cometh unto Father, Father God, but by me. See, Father God sent his son, Jesus. So if you reject Jesus, you've rejected Father God. You've rejected the Holy Spirit. And there's just no place left for you to go except for to hell because you refuse God. Jesus Christ is the Messiah. He's the Savior and Lord, and he's the only way. Maybe time for one more scripture. Remember the early church? Oh, they were just going out in the power of the Holy Spirit. The day of Pentecost had come, and Peter in verse 8 is filled with the Holy Spirit. I'll read verse 8. Then Peter filled with the Holy Spirit said unto the, the, 
unto them, you rulers and people and elders of Israel. And then he gives a good message. And then here's verse 12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven. That means anywhere on planet earth given among men whereby you must be saved. So Peter, filled with Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit's God, third person of Godhead, says, you only get saved through faith in Jesus Christ, the Bible Jesus, the Jesus, the Messiah, the Christ, fully God, fully man, the way, the truth, and life. No man goes to heaven except through Jesus. You must be born again. Are you? If not, do you see it? Do you want Jesus with your whole heart? Pray with me right now. Dear God, I see it. I'm lost. I've never trusted you, Lord Jesus, as my Savior. I know that I'm a sinner. I see that only the blood of Jesus will wash away my sins. I come to you, Lord Jesus. I repent of my sins. Forgive me, Lord Jesus. Come into my heart and spirit. Be my Savior and Lord of my life. I give my life to you completely, both now and forever. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org or send an email to Pastor Gary. His email is GaryCulp at Yahoo.com. Please join them again next week as they continue to expound on God's truth in a relevant and practical way.